Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. What's up, Survivor Fanatics? Did I say Fanatics? You said Survivor Fanatics. Say that five times fast. I'm your host, AJ Gibson, here at AfterBuzz Studios in sunny Los Angeles, California. This is Survivor Season 26, Episode 8, Blindside Time. We're at the merge, you guys. It's a big episode. We're excited. Here to join me tonight, we've got Justin Walter and the lovely Jerry Manthe, also Hi. known as Brave. We're just going to call her Brave for the night. <laughs> She's got that big, brave, curly hair. I love it. It's pretty wild today. So somebody actually <laughs> called you Brave at the grocery store. Please, yeah. please share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just standing in line minding my own business, and this woman came up to me. She's like, I just got to tell you this. Like, you just remind me of that movie Brave so much. And I'm like, oh, thanks. I love the wily hair. I think yeah. it looks great I'm tonight. usually not used to Jerry sitting next to me, so this is going to be an interesting... I've got so much Space fun night. I feel like there might be some trouble. Well, (laughs) she's too close. Trouble (laughs) Trouble is her middle name, if you didn't know. Ryan's out tonight, but he will be back next week. Also, this weekend. Really? I I don't know. That's what he keeps saying. How many weeks in a row can we say that? Yeah, come on, Ryan. Also, sorry about the nasal congestion. The allergy season is terrible. That's why I'm sitting on this side. Uh, (laughs) Allergies are not contagious. We we sound clear over here. What's not on me? Not me. Did she just say I'm snotty? Oh, <laughs> a little bit. You hidden hidden Freudian slip. Right, right. So let's talk about this episode. Mm-hmm. Like we <laughs> Do said, we have to? I know. <laughs> I, I actually thought this episode was kind of good. Finally. No, I know. This is the part, I always say the point in the season where I start to enjoy it. It's usually around the merge. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first half of the season is always so slow. Uh, and we've just gotten rid of so many of the fans. It's just like, it feels like. Watch a, it now. Yeah, it feels like an all-star season now. I mean, in all honesty. Um, but this yeah, episode, well, people are finally playing the game, thank God, except Brenda. We still don't know who she is. <laughs> but her knee's wrapped up. So Sandra was right. She called it last week. She said she thought she was um, limping. And then we saw, as actually they're about to merge, we see her on the boat with a with a wrap on her Ace knee. bandage all over that But knee. they don't show her knee in any other scene, so you had to be really paying attention to catch that. Yeah. They're really trying to hide that. They're knee. hiding her knee and her in general, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> She's yeah. hiding herself. Yeah. <laughs> She's laying low. She didn't say low. one word again. I'm banking on her. Like, All we get a- is B-roll of her. Yeah. Just shots of her looking pretty. Well, she's a good example of someone who can fly under the radar and not win. 
Yeah, right. That one's gonna vote. She's the win. ultimate floater that just keeps on floating right on out of the it's game. Like a bad yeah, piece of poo. What happened? Uh, a bad piece of poo. <laughs> Brenda is a bad piece of poo. I do not. <laughs> wow. I don't agree. An unhealthy bit. poo. Those those float. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you guys. Cherry, you are you are casting gold. I see why you've been on the show three times now. So lucky to have you. I love your insight. <laughs> so. This episode opens up just like every other episode with Philip. Mm-hmm. Philip, Philip, Philip. Um, he's talking to Don and Corinne, and he tells them that he threw the challenge. Yes. Let's talk about this. What do we feel about? Well, I love the fact that uh, Corinne said absolutely nothing, but in her side interview, again, she gave us what she was really thinking, which was, you know, as much as I want to punch him in the face and tell him what I really think, I, you know, she kept her mouth shut. So, Well, she's thinking what we're all thinking. Yeah. She's nuts. Well, she's done it for how many twenty? How many days has it been now? Twenty two days. Twenty two days. She's played a smart game up in this point and keeping things to herself when she until needs to. Well, we'll talk about that. Until, until the wheels come until off. Until the wheels yeah. came off tonight. <laughs> uh, we kept trying. I kept saying, like, "What would we call her?" I was calling her like Jerry two or whatever, but it's actually like Jerry like negative two <laughs> Like Jerry After would never tonight. make Jerry would never make these mistakes that Corinne makes later in the episode. Yeah. No, no, you don't. I mean, it's bad enough to like. Try to make a move too early in the game just because you really don't like somebody. That's always that usually bites you in the butt. But then to actually foreshadow what you think should happen after you make this other move when you've already got this vote in the bag, if you so if dumb. you just kept your mouth shut. Yeah. All right, we're not there yet, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there, get there soon oh. enough. Now let's move on to Dawn. Dawn's Dawn. crying again. She's paranoid. Um, she goes into a sob she's story. Well, she's menopausal. She <laughs> goes into a sob story about how she has six kids and this million dollars would really change her life. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Six yeah, kids. Yeah, no, I remember that from her first season because she, she came on her first season as the Mormon mom. And even in her backstory, Dawn before Survivor, if I remember correctly, she was not as in good shape as she is. She, like, trained and spent a lot of her time prepping for the first season she was on Survivor to get in good shape, to lose weight, to become healthy, and really make that a big part of her life. And so that mother role, that kind of, like, sob story, it's not really a sob story, I don't think. I think she's just overly emotional. Well, she's had a lot of hormonal ups and downs with six kids. Uh, I'm sure, (laughs) I can't even imagine. But what I liked, too, was when she talked about how you could see how she was torn emotionally because she was having flashbacks to her first season. Now, Jerry, I don't know when you get to that point uh, where you got to the first season when you're playing again. I don't know how that involves emotions, but she was emotionally torn and kind of, this is where I got last time and didn't make a move. I need to play the game differently this time. There was this sound bite of her that was like, that is almost what we could see in the finale when she wins the check. Exactly. I thought the same thing. That moment was like, seeing her say this right now is a flashback that I could see in the finale of Dawn winning the million dollars. Which is interesting because she's not... I love Dawn, and I, I we actually had her as a guest over the phone, I think, last yes. year. And, and I met her at their finale, uh, whatever season that... What season was she? She was... I get them all so confused. A couple, ago. <laughs> a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. But, I'm drawing a blank right now. Wait, was she, I skipped that season, so I Was don't she know the season that the really boring girl won? She, Sorry, Survivor she fans. She was uh, with Cochran. What was the, but who won her yeah, season? Yeah, I that season. Me, it was the girl that was really awful and boring. Wasn't that the one Coach was on? Oh, Sophie. Sophie. Yeah. Oh, the worst. No, she wasn't. Was so that, that season, she was a season later. I'm drawing a blank right now. I'm on yeah, the you spot. Got, really? Yeah. You are so I'm good. off tonight, guys. You can tell you everything on Earth about season two, three, I'm four. I'm off but, tonight right now. No, nah, it'll, it'll come back to you. It'll come back to you. <laughs> but um, the thing is, like, I... I really like Dawn. I didn't. I would not have picked her as one of my top three going into this season. Um, I really like her personally. I wish that she would just play 
because it's almost like she's doing the Lisa Welchel thing a little bit where she's crying, crying, crying. I'm afraid to make moves. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid to make moves. But she's making moves. She yeah. did she's it. talking no, to people. She did she's it sharing tonight. information. She's doing these things. But I feel like she almost has to say it out loud to get it out. Because she has a guilty conscience. She knew when later in the episode, but she knew when she went and stabbed Corinne in the back, that she knew what she was doing. But she has to say it in her confessionals to get it off her conscience, I feel like. Mm, I think it was more kind of just like... Yeah, maybe she's talking through it in her confessionals, but even if she's doing what's different than Lisa, is she actually did it this time, you know? She actually made the move. Yeah. And I guess if you make that realization in your confessional, that's part of the game. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like it's, it's the best place to let loose, because otherwise there's a lot of ramifications from what you say in the moment, in the heat of the moment, whatever. Well, I mean, I personally would love to see Dawn win. I, I with six kids that right there won me over I was like I'd rather see her win than the cocky Malcolm yeah true right? true he is getting pretty cocky <laughs> he's way too cocky right now I'm I'm over him what I'm, I'm curious though is how safe is the confessional really because I mean in, in those the side interviews when you've got producers who and I've heard these stories from so many survivors that then you're kind of getting led in a certain direction in those interviews sometimes and and how how safe do you really actually feel? And do you ever say things that you kind of hope that producer might repeat to somebody else to get in their head? Is there that? Are you still playing the game when you're in those interviews? Um, technically, no. It's supposed to be 100% private and you know confidential. But um, producers are human. Exactly. There have been mistakes made, and um, then usually they try to fix them pretty quick. Yeah. But. Um, I don't know. I personally uh, used those moments to just so they're pretty, unleash the for the beast. most part. They're pretty legit. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm always very well aware when they're trying to lead me down a certain path to follow a certain thing, trying to get me to say something specifically. I almost rebel against that mm-hmm. now because I'm like, I don't want you to, you know, make something look a certain way. I'm just going to tell you how I feel. And in all fairness, they could be. Knowing your character and who you are, they could be trying to lead you away so that you actually will rebel. So you might actually be doing exactly what they expect you to do. Does that make sense? That's that would well. I don't think anybody ever put that much thought into. It. <laughs> well, where else? Like where else? When you're obviously surrounded by the players and you can trust them to a certain extent, but it seems like a it's almost like therapy in a yeah. way where it that's is. like that's where you get to kind of think things out. And I think clearly we saw that we've seen that with bigger characters like Lisa, and I, I like that we're seeing that with Dawn. I like that she this time around. You know, this is the point last season where Cochran, I mean, not last season where her first season mm-hmm. with Cochran, Cochran flipped and screwed her game over. Screwed everything up for her. So this is kind of. Uh, yeah. We have a caller. Oh. We have a caller. Who do we have on the line? This that is AJ was, with Survivor. Rough. <laughs> and who do I have on the line? Hello. 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 This is AJ. Who do I have? Hi, this is Tyler. Hi, Tyler. Well, how are you guys doing? Oh, we're good. We're great. Yeah. How are you? Are you, are you a fan of Survivor? Oh, I'm a big fan of Survivor. Yeah. What, what did you think about tonight's episode? Oh my god! I have a lot of things to say. Well, <laughs> you you give us you two things. You get to pick two things you want to talk about. Number one, drink some caffeine first. <laughs> <laughs> wake one, up! Wake up! I think that Philip is playing the worst game ever. Yeah, he's crazy. Like, honestly, he's like loco right now. I mean, like he thinks he's like commander like no 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 well he kind of is i mean whether we want to admit it or not he is kind of in charge right now. were you a fan of philip the first time you played no not at all yeah me either 
But we'll have to see. We'll have to see, we'll have to see if his, his his gameplay is actually going to get him very far. Because right now, I mean, he's in a strong position after mm-hmm. this episode. Um, but the thing is, nobody really likes him. I feel like he's kind of a Russell Hance type of character right now. Don't where he, give no. No, where he could go far though, and nobody likes. Yeah, him. he'll never win. He probably could get it very far. <laughs> yeah, in that respect. Well, now yeah. with Corinne gone. Yeah. What's your other topic? What, do you, what, what else do you want to talk about? Well, I mean, well, with the whole Philip thing, I feel like it's just I, the person we played. He's playing the exact same way as before. It's like, why are you doing the same strategy? If you mm-hmm. get to the end, you're not going to win. Yeah. You're not going to mm-hmm. win with that strategy of just pissing everybody off. Yeah. And just like, th- does he honestly think that he's going to win with that strategy? Yeah, I don't know. I he think... didn't win the first time. Like, but, no. Well, he, he's yeah. delusional, so he probably does think he's going to win. I feel like Philip's trying to get it like a spinoff show. Honestly, I feel like there's no way on earth you could think this is a winning strategy, and, I, and that worked for Russell Hance. He got I, a spinoff. I disagree. And, I think Philip thinks he's playing the Boston Rob game. How many times do we hear him say Boston Rob tonight? And I think he thinks he's perfecting that. I think in his mind he thinks that's what he's doing, but clearly he's not. And right. we need a we need a drinking game. Every time he refers to Boston Rob, we should drink. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks he, I just, what makes me angry is that he thinks he's Boston Rob. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, I go to sleep and I think of that I'm Boston Rob. Yeah. Of Andrea. Yeah, he's a frustrating. Go to, like you're, you're, go to sleep like you're Boston Rob. Like, no, beef. Like, don't be the Philip that we know, but it's just like he's like you. Yeah, like, Philip. Don't, don't be the Philip that everybody like hates. Don't he's an annoying him. character That's to say I'm the saying. least. Who's your favorite character? Who's your favorite competitor? Um, this season. That would be Dawn. You like yeah. Dawn? Yeah, we do too. After what she said about her six kids, and she's like, "Oh, I can they can go to college and all." That's what made me love her even more. I yeah. wanted her to win from the first time, like the day that she stepped on the beach. I wanted her to win, mm-hmm. and after she was just like, "Oh, I want to spend this on you know my kids to go to college." I'm like, "Don, I love you." That's pretty cool. But in the game Survivor, that could be a great thing or it could be a really bad thing. Kind of depends who you get on the jury, and that could really help her to the end. That could also make people not take her to the end. Yeah, that's a t- I wouldn't. Malcolm's smart enough. I don't, Malcolm won't take her to the end. As long as she doesn't share that information with everyone else in the game, I think she'll be all right. But it's a great thing to share at Final Tribal Council. Hey, if you give me a million dollars, you'll be feeding my six kids. It's interesting, yeah. though. I don't think people vote a lot of times for that sort of stuff anymore. I think people vote for who plays the game. And I think what I like about Donna is even though she has that tidbit, which could help her a little bit. It would definitely g- help. It would help. I think, though, that she can now start recalling back to moves she made in the season starting tonight. Yeah, I feel, like people vote, I feel like people, there's such a respect for the game at this mm-hmm. point that people... People tend to vote based on that. However, to get to the final two or three anymore, you have to be a genius at this game. You have to be so good and also really No, lu- I'm going to have to interject here. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to be lucky. Yeah. Well, that's lucky. true. But, you're, but, but those people aren't going to... Ha- you're thinking Sophie. <laughs> exactly. But those people are never going to get votes, though. She could she get did. one vote based on her kids and her, her sob story, and that one vote could be enough. When it comes down to it, last season was a pretty close season. There were three or four competitors at the very end of the season that all could have really won it. Um, that could. But you look again last season. Lisa Welsh had that story, and people didn't vote for her because of the story. They voted for Denise because she played the game. Yeah, but Lisa's you also. Know? People still look at her and they think you're a celebrity. Yeah. You must assume that she's still got stockpiles of cash that she may yeah. or may not have anymore. Um, yeah. And she's already she's had this experience. Great. She's already been on TV for been a celebrity yeah. for all these years. Eh, I, I don't think that really hurt, helped her very yeah. much. Well, nobody, nobody really knew until Penner outed yeah. her, which was really... True. I, I want to get a hold of Penner. Penner, if you're listening, I really oh. want to reach out and talk to you, please. Penner's great. I got a few, I got <laughs> I a few things I want to talk to you about. I want to say one thing I want to say about Penner is that 
he's so freaking annoying. Like <laughs> everybody, everybody, everybody last season was just like cracking up at all his jokes. But it was funny the first two times. After that, I'm just playing Penner. Nobody wants to hear you. Yeah. Yeah. I disagree with you, Tyler. So, I like Penner. So I know. Bitter. He's so bitter. I, I, like, I agree. He was like, so bitter I, last no, season. No, I liked him until the final tribal mm-hmm. council. Then he's I was, so I was my, all my like, oh, I want to meet Penner. Went to oh, yeah, that was bitter. But yeah. I still want to talk to you, Penner. If you're well, out Tyler, I want to thank you so much for calling in. Please keep watching and watch every week. Tell your friends about us, all right? <laughs> Take care, buddy. Call back. Thanks, okay, Tyler. Call back. Bye. All right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Tyler's a big fan. Obviously, he does need to drink a coffee or something. Yeah. He's so nerve-wracked to call us some, maybe some of these the things. East. Maybe he's on the East Coast. But no, I mean, you know, so I used you to... You are so afraid I used to, to ruffle feathers. I, I, no, 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 no. I I used to be one of the no. I used to call the survivor. Used to do a survivor after show when I was in college. Well, they do again now. Well, they do it. Yeah, they do now with poverty, and then they did one with um, the guy, the the comic guy from last or last year. Who are you? You're falling apart. I'm falling apart. But I used to be one of those callers. I used to call in the survivor after show. I remember when Richard Hatch used to host it and all that sort of stuff. And as a fan, you get kind of like a little nervous sometimes calling. You know what's so funny? I was in. Yeah, I give him credit. I was at an event this weekend (laughs) out of town, and randomly this guy walks up to me. He goes, "You do AfterBuzz, don't you?" (laughs) He's like, "I see you on AfterBuzz. I watch all of your shows." I was like, "Really? Like, how do you just recognize like out of like?" Thousands of people. He just walked up to me out of the blue. You're huge in Europe. Apparently, I have tens <laughs> and tens and tens of fans. That equals roughly thirty. Cool. So everybody loves Dawn. We've, we we can all agree with this. Everyone loves Dawn. Tyler loves Dawn. We love Dawn. Mm-hmm. We're everybody. Sure, yeah. everybody, everybody doesn't. But that's on this four. panel, that's four. Man, this I don't know what Ryan thinks because he doesn't show up. But whatever. <laughs> Ryan. So the merge. It finally happens. This boat pulls up to the go to camp, um, and. They all come together. There's hugs. Everybody's happy. It's basically just a reunion of all the favorites because that's basically what's left. Um, Don plays mom and makes sandwiches. Makes sandwiches cuts for everyone. Cuts the cheese. She cuts the cheese, literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was. It was awkward. Who said that? Michael. That was Michael. Michael, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, awkward. I'm She's not cutting. sure. He's trying to get some airtime. It's okay. <laughs> well, he uh, got more than Brenda. He well. <laughs> Everybody does. Everybody got the, That boat I, got more in that, that one scene than Brenda's gotten all season. Pardon me while I drink two cups at one oh, time. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Jerry's thirsty. I'm, kidding. I'm dying at thirst. So they instantly they get their new their new uh, tribe color is green now. It's like a lime we green. We have not seen yep. green in a while. seen green in a while, right? Yeah. And the tribe name is Anil Adam. Because of Malcolm. Uh, well, Ma- Malcolm says it means a new is, beginnings or something yeah. in yeah. some language, their native language, but, but it really is his mother's name backwards. Madeline. Madeline backwards, okay, right? Okay, that might be the most annoying name <laughs> ever in the history of Survivor and for one of the most annoying, egotistical, narcissistic reasons I've ever heard. I... I, I, I cannot agree with you yeah. because I kind of love Malcolm. He's a little bit annoying the last couple of episodes. He's a little bit too cocky for me. He's a, got but a lot cocky. If I had the chance to pull one over on everyone and name the tribe after my mom or something, I think that's kind of cute. My mom would be honored. Yeah, I think that. I think that's kind of cute. And he's kind of witty, and that's kind of like if they're all too stupid to figure that out, then like that's on them. Well, how th- are they going to figure it out? Oh, why does it, it doesn't hurt anybody. If you just maybe they get drunk at another reward and see the sign backwards if they yeah, collapse it out right. or something. <laughs> yeah. I can yeah. Somebody well, wins a mirror. But I, yeah. I think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. They stand uh, in front of the flag. I think Bra- Brave made it funny. That was a good one. That was uh, hilarious. Actually. But it, it's been interesting seeing the kind of the development of Malcolm into a cocky player. Yeah. Like in kind of just the sense of you would think you know coming onto the season as the 
one favorite who nobody knows. You know, he did. His, he was smart. He laid low. He laid the groundwork for you know a future plan. But then he just got super cocky. Well, here's super the thing. I feel, like, I feel like Malcolm's like he made it to the end of last season, and then he just laid out on the beach and waited for the next next group to come through. Like, oh, let's try it again. Line mm-hmm. him up. Let's try it one more time. I feel like at this point he's like, screw it. What do I have to lose? But the one thing I think too is he's cocky in his confessionals again. Whereas I, I, I would bet everyone on the beach would say he's the sweetest guy. He's so nice. He's your pal. Like Lisa last season said, Malcolm's the guy who will stab you in the back and be there with flowers at your hospital the next day. Yeah. And you'll still love him. But she said it with a smile, too, because yeah. she did still love him. Yeah. And that's the thing about that's the thing about him. Like every he's just he's likable. Mm-hmm. And he's kinda like Cochran though, because Cochran, in all fairness, is playing a very similar game. Very good. He's game. talking some shit right now in his confessionals mm-hmm. and he's pretty cocky as well. He he is outwardly cocky. When he won later on, but when he won that immunity, he was very proud. Obviously it was his first one, it was a cool moment, but like He's pretty cocky about it in front of everybody, and they're yeah. all like, well, that's Cochran. We're happy for Yeah, him. which is, shows you right there that he is in such good standing in and terms of relationships on the tribe. Because Malcolm could, even said, that he's like, eh, I still mm-hmm. like him. He could win. Mm-hmm. Cochran could totally win because everybody likes him, and yeah. he's funny. He's entertaining. He doesn't seem threatening at all whatsoever. And that's the thing. It's so funny when certain uh, competitors like that come on these reality shows. I, I mentioned uh, Ian from mm-hmm. Big Brother Big last Brother. season. Same sort of story, yeah. if you guys are Big Brother fans at all. Um, I like to stick with the CBS reality shows. But um, <laughs> but same sort of thing. It's like one of the things It's like you know they're a threat. You look at it. You see it all day, every day. But for some reason, you're not threatened. It's because and he just won the first individual immunity. Well, obviously, the guy's a threat. It's when, you, when it comes yeah. to eating. Well, yeah. true. Yeah. True. Well, and true. it's also, you look at it, it's like just disarming physically from a standpoint of he's not the most athletic. He's not that. Whereas you look at a Reynolds or an Eddie, and it's like right away, threat, 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 threat. Cochran will never have that threat attached to him, which is perfect in the game of Survivor. When you can stay in that long, be there now at this point where you're physically not a threat. That's why I feel like if you can go on the show and either be a nerd, a gay guy, or like a middle-aged mother, like you're golden. You're I feel not, like you don't have the threat target on no, your back. No, because yeah. I, I go in there and heartbeat like um, I'm just a gay guy. Hey, and be friends <laughs> with the girls and do that. But I could kick those guys. But asses you're, you though physically though when people look, you're you're so tall. Yeah. You're a big guy. Yeah. Just from the fact pretty I didn't say you're strong. I'm I did not say you're strong. I just yeah. said your height alone no. makes you kind of intimidating. No, you're right. I am strong. And, I'm pretty and Colton tough. Colton is a bad example to use in that case because yeah. he was. Well, yeah. Colton's a Colton's an outlier in every sense of the word. Colton was actually really sweet i talked we had him on last year and talked to him a little bit um and he's actually a sweetheart poor guy just well, went out there and made himself he look, is now exactly he probably learned a lesson i would M- hope. but maybe some of us some of us have been on reality shows learned lessons after we saw ourselves the first season yes jerry <laughs> yeah and we went out there and played a different <laughs> game i never got the opportunity i'm still an ass but whatever so 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 we're moving on we've got the uh, the new tribe named Anil Adam I've got some weird sound in my ears hey, right now too. it's driving me crazy it's um, the after buzz yeah. yeah there's some buzzing going on I don't like that <laughs> quick story I had a hornet stuck in my ear one time when I was about 14 years old and they had to call the ambulance and I was deaf in my left ear for about two weeks oh did it wow. sting your ear? Yes, hundreds of times. My <gasps> ear swelled swole shut. Terrible. I was working in a swimming pool as a kid, raising, oh gosh. raising money for my life. It can millions of times. Probably, oh, I don't know. It bit geez. me or something. I don't know. So I, I get terrified when I hear that sound. Oh, God. <laughs> <All right>. PTSD. <laughs> yes. AJ's not ready to hit the floor. Well, AJ's walking out right now. <laughs> right. See you guys. Boom. Anyways, Philip. Back to Philip. So he's talking to Andrea. Um... And, of course, brings up Boston Rob again, mm. again and again and again. Every 15 minutes or, or so on this on the show, it's always back to Boston Rob. Mm-hmm. And it drives me crazy because, one, Philip isn't Boston Rob. Two, Boston Rob's season was tailored for Boston Rob. 
Mm-hmm. This season, I feel like it's tailored for any one of the favorites. Yeah, like you know, it's not. I don't feel like this season is about Philip. He's making it about himself, but I don't feel like it was. It was tailor made for him, like he thinks it was. I feel like he went out there thinking, "Oh, they're doing for me what they did for Boston Rob." CBS <laughs> is going to try to get me this season. I feel like he really thinks that in his head, and that's how he's playing the game. Like eh, I can do no wrong. Whatever choices I make, I'm gonna. Like when he was trying to talk to Andrew, and she was like, "Okay, well," and, and again with Corinne, it was with Corinne he was talking to, and she was trying to be like, "Well, let's try this. Let's try this." He's like, "No." We're doing it this way, yeah. period. Mm-hmm. And everybody just follows suit. Why is that, do you think? Here's, Nobody likes him, but they still stick with him. He's easy to win against yeah. in the end. I mean, people are starting to play a longer game because they're the merge, and they're all thinking, okay, final three. Like, that's something you start talking about almost Don't you think they would one. think the same thing about Corinne, though? I feel like she could be, he could beat her in the... No? But I think, I here's know. the thing, I think with Philip, it's, I think you, the core alliance is Andrea, Cochran, Dawn, and Philip. I think that's, like, the kind of the core four. They're, they're kind of, they're, they're the running the show. They're the ones who have the periphery alliance. Okay, then here's a question. Why would Corinne go to Dawn? That's what I don't understand. I think Corinne made a huge mistake. She Major. I, Corinne does, didn't realize, it seems, like that Cochran and Andrea and Dawn are so tight, and with Philip, too. How could she not how, realize? I don't know. She's been living on I don't know. with them. I don't get it. I feel like, I, I feel know. like, and I understand this because it's really hard for me to, like, bite my tongue always, all day, every day. I feel like she probably got to a point where she's like, okay, look, we're merged. I have a plan. I have my six. We're so excited. We get through this, and then we can move on, and we can just run away with this thing. I feel like she got ahead of herself a little bit oh, and just yeah. got too excited. Like, she I do that. Way like, ahead of herself. Do you ever, like, go, like, like for me, I, I, know, I learned this early on. I go and I have a great audition. I talk about it. I'm so excited about it. I share it with my mom, and my mom is in Ohio and doesn't understand that. I'm probably not going to book most things I go out for, but I get so excited. And I get a little bit ahead of myself, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, eh, it didn't happen. And it's a letdown. I feel like she got excited. She's like, oh, I finally have a shot right here, and this could be my game changer. And so she just talked about it in, in a moment, quickly, and boom. But she always had a shot. Yeah, she It's not completely... like she had any reason to suddenly out of nowhere start showing all her cards. It was very strange to see it happen all at yeah. once. Yeah. But I think that, I don't know, just for... And plus, and plus she said, not only do I think we should do this at this tribal council, but next yeah, tribal council stupid. we should also do you this. You never, ever talk you about tri- that, you next tribal council. You don't even know what's going to happen. Yeah, this no tri- idea. Going into it, it looked like Sherry, uh, they, they first wanted, Philip wanted Eddie or Reynolds gone. And Corinne was like, they're not listening to me. She got everybody convinced to go for Sherry. So she got to save the boys because her and Malcolm wanted to keep Eddie, Michael, and Reynolds in Eric on, in a six-person alliance with her and Malcolm. She should have been happy there. You have the majority. Sherry's gone. Lie down. Relax. You have the numbers this week. She didn't ever need Dawn's vote. Like, she never... If they did that, if they got Sherry gone this week, it was six versus five. You don't need Dawn. Why did she feel like she needed Dawn? She didn't need Dawn. She dug her own grave. She that That is the move that sw- changed the entire game. Her going to Dawn. I want to know what our fans think. Do you guys watching us on YouTube and listening to us on iTunes? First of all, I want to thank you guys for for being here again. Uh, If you're watching us live or if you're watching us a week from now, whatever, I just want to thank you guys. (laughs) I want to know what you guys think. Do you guys think that this... This, I think, could be the biggest mistake of the season. And what I want to know what you guys think. Do you think Corinne had a real shot at winning this thing? Had she just kept her mouth shut? Or do you yep. think that this really cost her cost her a shot at the million dollars? Yep. So get on iTunes. Let us know. Rate us while you're there. Give us five stars, please. Tell your friends. Also, get on YouTube. Leave us comments there. Let us know what you guys think. And we'll talk about it again uh, in depth next week. Um, but I think this really could be... The biggest mistake yeah. of the season. And yeah. also, look at it, too. She has that six-person alliance. 
you have they have two hidden idols in that alliance. Does yeah. she know that? Does no. she know about most? I'm, she knows I, about Mike. I'm pretty she knows sure. About, I'm, she, she knows, knows about Malcolm. I'm pretty yeah. sure Malcolm. I would I would guess that Malcolm told her. I don't her. think so. You don't think so about no, Reynolds? No, no. I don't, I don't know. So, yeah. I, okay. About Reynolds? I, yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I, I wonder. doubt that Malcolm yeah. mentioned Maybe. that, but she did know that Malcolm had one, and yeah. and she never she never they never showed her approaching Malcolm about trying to get the idol. So I she she wasn't worried. She was completely blindsided. Completely blindsided. And it. You saw the look on her face once they got to like the third or fourth vote for her. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, then you start to do the math. You're like, I know how they count these votes on Survivor. Mm-hmm. I know that this is not looking good for me right now. You know, and the look on her face, she's kind of put her hands and her, her face in her hands and just. And I want to ask Jerry because, because <laughs> Jeff said at Tribal Council, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I, I have to know this. Jeff said that the the thing is about the favorites. The good thing is you played this game before. The bad thing is you played this game before. I was wondering that, and I wondered that a lot this season. Like, when you get, like, like Don was saying earlier, at this point in the game last time is where I think the wheels kind of came off. Um, do you, does that go through your head? Are you thinking, I just want to make it one day longer than the last time? Oh, I want to yeah. make it a couple days longer. And then once you get there, do you, is there a paranoia that sets in that the fans aren't experiencing because it's the first time around? They're just trying to, like, survive, and you're kind of competing against everybody else, plus your own, basically your own legacy. Mm-hmm. Is that in your head at all times? I was How- just going to say, what's the question? Is that that something that's running through your mind? Yeah, of course. Yeah, everybody wants to do better than they did the last time in in anything in life, Mm -hmm. but especially on Survivor because it's, you know, on national television and you have something to prove to yourself plus to the other people that you played with. Mm -hmm. It's like your way of sticking it to them, you know, like like I made it, you know, longer than Colby twice after (laughs) he made it longer. Right, the first time, yeah, yeah. and I gotta tell you, there was a lot of self. um, You played with Colby all three times. I did, yes. Oh wow. For some reason, uh, CBS seems to think that we need to play games together, but it's so not the case yeah. at all whatsoever. I mean, especially after that last season, Colby just kind of like he gave was up. he was good the first yeah. couple times around, but oh, not season. even the second time. Yeah, he, he, and, he didn't. Well, he care. still looked cute. That's I mean, that's really why I watch. Yeah, yeah. we have another caller. Who do we have? Who do we have on the line? This is AJ with AfterBuzz Survivor. Who's on the line? Hey, guys, it's Stevie. Hi, Stevie. Stevie had his coffee. (laughs) What's up? I was going to say, I've been doing the Boston Rob drinking game, but I'm not as drunk as the first caller. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, like, what is it, two sheets to the wind, three sheets to the wind? What is the saying? He was gone. He was on his way out. He's so asleep. Yeah, several sheets. (laughs) So what's up? What do you think about tonight's episode? Well, um, I mean, I knew that Corinne was going home from the first, like, five minutes of this. Did you guys, or am I just crazy? I don't know. I didn't think I didn't right catch away. it. Yeah. Who, she who, did get a lot well, of airtime. I mean, time. especially, it came down to Corinne and Sherry, and Sherry hadn't spoken the whole time. True. I thought it was going to be, I actually was afraid it was going to be Andrea right at the beginning when she made a comment yeah, about, yeah, I thought it could be Andrea. Well, did you guys, you know, that's true. I thought that Car- or, uh, Andrea was getting, like, the Eliza edit of last <laughs> right. <laughs> so, who's your favorite right now? Yeah. Who do you think is playing the best who's game? My favorite at this oh, point. God, I don't know. <laughs> do you hate anybody? Is there anybody you can't stand? An entire like dud. And I wanted to ask Jerry a specific question. Sure. Okay. So when you're out there, is there any kind of like? I don't know how to say it. Is there any kind of? Uh, you know, consideration for it's a TV show and you're trying to not make this boring at all. I'm sure that you're going to say no, but... <laughs> um, are you asking me if some people play up to the cameras? Yeah, or you specifically. <laughs> uh, not me. Absolutely not. No, I was there uh, to win a million bucks. You know, the first time I played... 
Um, I was not playing up to the cameras. They definitely, I gave them a lot of useful mm-hmm. information and, and <laughs> yeah. good sound <laughs> But, you know, I, I just thought I was being a very honest person. I didn't realize I was rubbing people the wrong way. And that's but. how she is in real life, in all fairness. <laughs> oh, no, thank you, Jay, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, there, but also, there, no, there's definitely oh, people that, that play up to the cameras, and it's really annoying for the rest of us who are just trying to play a real game. Philip. Uh, yeah, I th- I, maybe <laughs> yeah, Philip a exactly. little bit. There's a, a handful of other people that I won't even give them the press by saying their name. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you also said that, like, a lot of it's about luck, which I've also always believed. Yes. But, like, in your seasons, who do you think got lucky to get, you know, to the end? Sandra. Sandra got really yeah, lucky. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she did. She knows it, too. Um, but, you know... I don't. Gosh, in my seasons, let me think about that. Well, that's yeah, one I of mean, them. <laughs> I don't really count all stars because, I, no offense, I just didn't enjoy that season at all. <laughs> you know, that was a rough season, season for us eight. that played it too. That was the first time that mm-hmm. um, it was a very small family of survivors at the time, and so when right. they asked us to play, we all knew each other mm-hmm. very well. We had spent a lot of time together. We were very good friends. We mm-hmm. had holidays together, and so it was very personal. And that was a really difficult season for all of us just to play let alone watch um right i can't even imagine i remember the the kathy lex boston rob like that was Uh, rough to watch yeah i was i was the one who suffered the consequences of that of boston rob and amber yeah you know and then there's a good example amber amber was a very lucky player Mm -hmm. because she exactly you know played with rob and then he man yeah god go back and watch that then he married her yeah, and then, well, yeah. The and then he the got lucky. Be a dud because I do. Do you think the rest of this season is going to be a dud? Jeff Probst says it's the I best just, season ever. I, oh. <laughs> well, I know, but tonight was the moment I feel like where it was like supposed to get interesting, and Corinne was the only person left making it really interesting besides Cochran's one-liners and everything. You know what I mean? That is yeah. kind of true. She yeah. kind of is the most entertaining to watch of this season so far. I think she had gonna, a lot of great sound bites. Her. I love Brenda, but Brenda's non-existent. So I hate Brenda too, Jerry. I yeah. tweeted you. I'm so upset. Brenda was one of the only reasons I was excited Me about too. this season, and I'm so what upset. Are you serious? She's the reason why you were excited about this season. She was so good on no, her me season. Too. She oh, literally she is so good on her. Uh, season. Besides Andrea, who I'm friends with, like I was excited to watch Brenda play again because I felt like Brenda could have won her season. She was so close. She was she good. Made some little t- well, tiny. Right. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Is that her? She's not going to win, obviously, no. now. And but she was such a strategist before. Voted out is going to be totally boring. Yeah, yeah it's going to be a boring episode. It is hard to go into a situation where a lot of returning players are there who are very big personalities. To I mean, right. I can understand how how it could be easy to kind of fall between the cracks, but. I mean, she's literally yeah, not you did saying such a good anything. Job on heroes versus villains. Don't even act like you didn't. Oh, <laughs> thanks. I know I did. It is interesting though because, because <laughs> I kicked ass on that show, and I should have won. And you know what? I'll say. You did. I will say this. Um, my my theory on the show is that whoever it is that gets voted out right before the final tribal council, is, that is the player that is the most mm. dangerous in the game. Well, right, the most and it's worried. always been that way, and that's the reason they got rid of the final two, right? I mean, I you know I like I like the final, final two. two. I love, I like everybody likes the final two. Uh, I don't understand why they've gone to the three. Yeah, I've never gotten it. I don't I don't like it when it's three. I like well, see people. And they said Corinne's not a part of the 
or Jer, or Jeff did not mention that he was a part, the first member of the jury tonight. So what's happening? Oh, hopefully yeah, he never she said is. that. So we I need her know. on the. We want her on the jury. Wait, how many people are left? Twelve. twelve. I know they, if they do the final three, that's nine votes. Uh, if they do the jury. last season, they had a final three with eight, and yeah. the whole time I was convinced it was going to be a final two with nine people mm. on the jury, and I was shocked. Oh, fingers crossed! Kinds on the jury. Remember back in the day when Jeff Probst used to leave like the island and get on like a jet ski or something <laughs> and ride up into New York City or something? <laughs> yeah. And now he just like yeah, walks, now he walks through like some bu- bushes and he's just there. They don't even waste the time <laughs> anymore. Yeah. They don't have the budget. Budget yeah. cuts. Oh. oh, they got money in the budget. They just don't want to spend it on that. <laughs> exactly. Well, Steve, thank you so much well, for calling for in. Taking my call. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, call I, I just again. wanted to talk to you, and I wanted to tell you also, uh, if Ryan keeps having a great time at the white party, I'll take his chair any day. Oh. <laughs> he got called out. I love it. You need to tweet him that right now. <laughs> Stevie, we would love to have you here. <laughs> take care, buddy. I love how Ryan right. just got called out. <laughs> See you, man. He's at the white party? That's what I said, babe. Oh, my um, God. For two weeks? No, he, was, he ran the event. Oh, oh, oh. He ran oh, the event wow. for over a week. He was there and just exhausted out of his mind. Uh, exhausted? Yeah. yeah. He, I will say this about Ryan. God love him. What he does, he does really well. And he managed the heck out of that event. And it's a massive, massive event. Nice. He's just beat. He doesn't even have a voice right now. Aww. He's like lying on a couch well, with feel, chicken noodle soup. Feel better, yeah. Ryan. Why so. weren't we invited? Because <laughs> we have to You be couldn't here. handle it, sweetheart. It's a lot. It's oh, a lot. I couldn't handle you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and I get to go have fun this weekend together. <laughs> At the Reality Rally. At Reality Rally. Yeah, reality Rally? I really doubt that's going to be anything like the white party. No, probably not, but we're going we're gonna to drink some booze, so it's going to be a good time. And Ryan as long will be as there. there's food. And all kinds of other survivors. I can't wait. It's mm. a fun weekend. There's yeah. not that many survivors there. Jerry, you'll be there. It doesn't matter. Yeah, oh, that's all they need, God. Jerry. Come on. You know, the other reason I keep coming back every week is because you guys boost my ego. <laughs> well, I love you and that brave-ass hair of yours. <laughs> So, Malcolm and Corinne are plotting, mm-hmm. and they're talking. Well, they call Sherry weird, which I thought was funny. Yeah, I was like, "What a strange word to even use." I bet Sherry now she's just like, even if we fast forward to what she said at Tribal Council, she really feels the fans have no chance. I bet she's just kind of portraying whether it's strategy or not. Just this kind of like, well, "Got no shot," kind of giving up attitude. I think that's how you have to act. Yeah, which is smart if she wants to get dragged along and then make a move. But she, if we think about the first half of the season, she, she was, was the charge. fan making every single move. Every single move, it was Sherry. So it's weird to see her flip that switch. And if she's doing it intentionally, good strategic move. Well, she, I think she's a fighter, and I think mm-hmm. that she, it's very intentional. Uh, she's in survival mode. Yes. And Eddie, literally. It, literally, Eddie and Reynolds, I think, are just so clueless that they just, they always like, well, let's hope that this one works out for us. Every week they say that. Like, well, <laughs> Reynolds was like, well, if I'm wrong, I'm and wrong. It never does. Like, yeah. But they're still around. Yeah. Sherry, though, I feel like Sherry's been playing the game, game since day one, and I feel like she's playing smart right now. Whereas Corinne probably should have kept her mouth shut. Mm-hmm. Sherry is just playing, she's humble, and she's like, she's no dummy because the thing is, Every season, you look at the tribe that's in power when you go into a merge, and even if they portray that they're strong, a strong united front, yeah, even more so than the fans, these favorites want to win. They want redemption. They want to do better than they did last time. None of them ever won this game before. They all want to, to this is their second shot. They've spent months, days if you're Malcolm, or months or years festering over this, wanting to get back out there on that island and get another crack at it. So if you're a fan and you've made it, you're in four right now. You're pretty solid four. You know, if you choose to stick together, you almost have to by by necessity. You look at those fans, the favorites. You think a couple of them 
have to be ready to bail. There's eight well, of them right now. I think Sherry though got lucky tonight. It was I think it was 100% luck. The luck that she got was that Corinne, Corinne grabbed her mouth. her mouth. Sherry would have been gone if Corinne did not make the mistake. So Sherry now needs to capitalize on that. I would love to see Sherry make a move in talking to Reynolds, Michael, and Eddie again and saying, listen, I'm on this side right now. Why don't we secretly work together? We're going to have no shot unless we do something. Malcolm's on their side. They, they can start working some stuff. Is Sherry aware that Malcolm is on their side? Have I we mean, seen Sherry well, and Malcolm? She must know after the vote. Malcolm voted against Sherry. But how does she know that Malcolm is the one who voted? Well, they'll figure it out. Yeah. Do you always? <laughs> you guys are like. Do you always? Do, I mean, do you always figure like, it out, or you always kind of no. wonder? I feel like she well, figured I mean, out. Is it something yeah, you talk but, about? But here's the thing, too. Sometimes they don't even read all the votes. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I yeah. didn't really wasn't counting. Tonight, they did tonight. What yeah, they did. Yeah. Do you, is that know. something? Do you guys ever go back and be like, who voted for who? Does it ever come up like that? If it's sure. a, a hot vote, do, do, do people lie? But usually, you know. Yeah. 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 It's probably not even smart to like because you don't want to get busted and then feel <laughs> you're out next. Yeah, but I mean, if you're obviously, if someone votes against you, you you're more than likely knowing who the person was. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So this immunity challenge, amen for this immunity challenge. P.S. I love, love, love yeah. the eating challenges. We haven't seen one in a while, in a so we brought time. back we brought back some classic Survivor mm-hmm. tonight. We brought back green buffs. Right and an eating challenge. I'm a happy guy. I, uh, this is a good. Yeah, it was a good merge. Widgety well, grubs. Yeah, be- beetle larva <laughs> grubs from season one. It was yeah. the first time they used these, and um, they went in re- groups of six, and the top three from each group yep. got to move on. The first group, Malcolm, Andrea, and Eddie, moved on. We thought girls were going to do so great at this. I, I didn't. Oh, uh, you didn't? No, you no, did. I thought. Yeah, I, I thought uh, you said girls are going to do great it's at this. Not, yeah, I don't remember verbatim. saying that. That was you that, that was said you. it. No, he said it. Then I. You were, la- ma- you were making deep throat challenge. No. <laughs> That, uh, <laughs> I did not say response. that. That was not just. Well, that was I would not say that. Like, it's maybe, maybe it was you. Yeah, obviously, I don't remember saying that. You don't now. It's I don't remember saying. I don't you think see I changed? did. I did not say that. Well, here's the thing. I thought Andrea was going to do good, and she did. Well, she did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she had the the worm mustache. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, we've complained about a lot of these challenges being so physical. That we're, yeah. where are the puzzles this season? Like we don't just don't see them. And tossing. So, yeah. Is tossing. Everything's a toss. Yeah. And. I I thought this was a good opportunity for some of the women to just, you know, because my sister's the type, like, my sister could probably out-eat me. She's like, eh, I don't think about it, close my eyes, and just go. Mm. But Have you ever had to eat anything like a bug that crawls around in your throat, and if you don't bite it at the right time, it'll probably bite the inside of your esophagus all the way down to your stomach? Not quite like this. <laughs> I've eaten some pretty disgusting stuff, but not this. Yeah. No way. No, this, I'm, I'm not kidding you. This is probably one of the most Toughest. scary challenges you can have put in front of you, with a, especially when it's covered, and you're just like, you're already like reeling, you mm. know, like... Worst case scenario whoa. in your head. And the yeah. cover's moving before you lift it up. Yeah, eating challenges are horrifying because yeah. you absolutely have no idea what's going to be put in front of you. Can you There's a lot teeth, of pressure. Can't you just go teeth first and then kill it right away and then go for it? Or yeah. how, how, is that how you do but it? A lot of it's can. tough to get down. I'm sure. But it's, yeah, it's, it's not like you know. It's not like you have something to wash it down. It's no. not like. You, and you saw how long they kept chewing and, and there's chewing no listerine afterwards. <laughs> no, no. See, I, I always think back to like the Lion King and I'm like, oh, it looks so good and they're eating all those bugs and stuff. <laughs> oh so I think it looks gosh. so fun, but no. It's not. It's, not. More, it's probably Akuna more horrifying Matata. than anything else out there because it, it's just, it, especially imagine looking at some slimy brains in front more of More horrifying than, the- than Philip in a pair of underwear? Yes. Mm, the wow. eggs and the, the birds. And that bird thing. That's the worst. Ugh. I mean, I know some places Ugh. it's a delicacy, but I really will never have it's that. Hard. Disgusting. Well, Malcolm, Andrea, Eddie, Cochran, Michael, and Philip make it through the first round. Mm-hmm. And then we go down to 
three from that round. Then they have to eat the shipworms, which mm. are just, just... They look like... Gray, gross worms. It looks like a handful of oysters to me, yeah. so that's the only reason I think I could get through that one. But they're not oysters. Yeah. AJ, they're worms. But the way yeah. that Malcolm, Eddie, and Cochrane <laughs> ate them, they looked like they were delicious. Because they just... They, they, the, the, the speed... I can't talk I think right they now. swallowed those ones. Yeah, they started to pick up pace pretty quickly yeah. in these next rounds. By the time we got the duck embryos, though... Do you remember the actual... Baluk or what is yeah. it called? Baluka. Yeah, Something like that. Yeah. Awful. I cannot imagine. Like, this is where I'd be out. I remember when they did that in Palau. I, I oh. can visually remember Bobby John and, and Stephanie having to do that challenge. Because you can see, like, feathers and yeah. veins and beaks and claws. And, like, yeah. you, it's an actual developed bird. Gross. That's where I'd be done. Because I can handle, like, the slimy stuff and crunchy, whatever. Like, this... Like, I did bit off its leg. There's this beak. Yeah. Somebody actually made a Eddie, comment. Eddie, Eddie said, I bit the beak I first. I bit the beak first. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. And then Eddie looked like, was Eddie kept looking like he was trying to, like, Yeah, it looked like him, he was trying to make himself throw up. Throw, but he's actually trying to push the bird down. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, that's, that, I, tough, that's not a good strategy. Tough. <laughs> awful. <laughs> Don't tough. put your fingers anywhere near your tongue, because it's, like, it's instant gag reflex. Right, yeah. Well, he actually threw up some of it, and then uh, Jeff's like, we'd have to pick it up and put it back in. I'm like, yeah. what? That doesn't yeah. seem very fair. <laughs> But, yeah, it is. No, but like if you, who knows? Like if it's somewhere, you don't, maybe you don't pick it all back up. Maybe only <laughs> half of it. Yeah. So yeah. Malcolm and, uh, and Cochran, though. Usually, if it comes up once and yeah. they get it down, it's probably going to come up again. <laughs> I can't even imagine. <laughs> well, they both get through this round. They go to the final where they have to eat pig brains, which actually oddly looked like the easiest. They of didn't the, look of that bad, but I'm sure yeah. they tasted how, disgusting. Did you see how big the serving was, though? Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. <laughs> yeah. I, I still can't imagine eating like claws and beaks and stuff, though. That's got to be the worst for me. Even just the the grub. Yeah. I'm not kidding. That's <laughs> no. So Cochran wins easily. Cochran, well, not easily right. this round. It was a close one with he and Malcolm. He dominated he made, the whole challenge, but he though. was quick. Yeah, and who knew? And great for, for him. him. Is his first immunity uh, solo immunity win? Correct. Yeah, he's never had one before. Mm-hmm. Then he went back to tribal or back to uh, back to Camp. the campsite and was literally just like cheering for himself, jumping up and down, so ecstatic. And that's when we said, like we said earlier, Malcolm yeah. was like, ah. It's Cochran. We're yeah, happy and it's for like him. the fact that everybody, like if that were Philip or if that were Corinne or if that were Eddie or Reynolds, you go down the Anyone line. Anyone else. People would be like, ugh, in their confessionals, he's so cocky. You don't do that with a win. But because he has that personality, that loving little brother, pal, friend role, it's perfect for him. I feel like he and Dawn could probably both get away with that. Everybody else would be voted out right away. <laughs> I feel like everybody else would be pissed because like, everybody wants to win. You know, it's coming down to the wire now, and Cochran's just adorable. He really is adorable. <laughs> he's endearing. Yeah. He's non-threatening in that way, but he's playing such a strategic game. He's playing a great game. Yeah, he's smart. Yeah. He's no he's he he started off as a fan. He originally was on a fan versus favorite season, correct? Yeah. And now so he's So I guess a if he wins, we could say a fan wins kind of. <laughs> it's the best it's the best of both worlds out of yeah, Yes, I guess. Even though they're most all of them are fans now, but yes, he started off out of all of them coming back as like a true fan in his season, yeah. which is cool. Did you guys know that Philip was actually originally uh, found in Venice roller skating? Oh, I'm no. not surprised. Yeah. In his underwear? <laughs> not surprised. Yeah, I don't know. They just plucked him out of obscurity? I guess so. So they do a lot yeah. of these people now. Was he homeless? Because he seems like a homeless oh, person. Sh- I'm just saying. <laughs> he was living under a bridge. Did you know that he well, also came out with a book that his brother co-wrote with him? Oh, it's gosh. called The Specialist, and it is a fictional novel. Oh, my gosh. Of which there are supposed to be several different uh, adventures of oh, sorts. Great. I wow. saw it online, yeah. Wow. wow. But he didn't him. even really write it. I think it was totally his brother. He just mm. kind of like... Put his well, his brother probably it. needed the Get name the recognition. And yeah. yeah. I'm sure those there will be quite a few of those selling 
And <laughs> Philip is a superstar celebrity, so it makes mm-hmm. sense. <laughs> Here's a question we have in, like, in ter- terms of the Corinne and Malcolm. Basically, in Eric, I think we have to clearly talk about Eric in this game because he's kind of like Brenda where he hasn't done much or done anything and the fact that he was confused of what was going on tonight like <laughs> the two different alliances were approaching him for his vote and he was like i don't know what's going on i'm the and swing the, vote and, i just became popular yeah and then you have andreas <laughs> andrew and cochran saying maybe we can get eric's vote he doesn't talk strategy because he doesn't have any <laughs> like eric come on you're you're this fa- he's one of them too huge fan he was on fans versus favorites clearly he made a huge mistake in fans versus favorites when he gave up immunity and you know that far in the game when he was in the final five and that's the thing if, he, if that had not happened what are you doing if that had not happened previously i would look at him and think well maybe his his not talking strategy is actually a strategy he's but seen him yeah. play before i'm like mm. it's like when you get the second chance and you you Time and time in history proves that you don't know how to make strategic moves. And he doesn't know how to play the game. He doesn't know how to strategize. He doesn't know how to play the game. He looks to me like a stoner. Like he's still just high and just hanging out. Oh, like, he's just like, like he, an innocent little boy. Yeah, he looks like he came straight out of like the 1970s. And like he's like, yeah, what's up? Free love. Yeah. Let's all hang out on the beach. Like I feel like he has no idea <laughs> what's like, going on. I would. He spent how many days with that new tribe? Six to nine, whatever it was. With Malcolm, with those guys. The fact that he didn't vote with those guys and that alliance that he supposedly was in, what is going on? Like, what I want to know what is going on with Eric that he he didn't vote with them. Like, what what did they say to him? What did they do to convince him to go the other way? And what is his thinking? Because with those guys, it seems like he has a better position on the totem pole, whereas he just jumped to this other alliance where he's clearly at the bottom. Well, here's the thing. I look at it this way. I... If you really want to play genius, I feel like he could switch for this one vote, get rid of Corinne, because Corinne is a little bit more of a threat than Philip or than some of these, like even Sherry. Um, I feel like if it were me, switch for a vote and be like, look, guys, I'm coming right back to you. Let's throw them off. They're going to think that I'm going to be with them because I voted once with them and I'm coming right back. That's a tough one to pull, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you lose trust on both sides. Yeah, because they were all with Corinne, so they're. They're going to be anti anybody who voted against Corinne. You think it's the boys' yeah. club it's without hard, Eric? It would, that'd be a hard sell. Hard to believe somebody telling yeah. you that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean that. That's the the cool thing about being the swing vote because I was in that position in Heroes and Villains. Um, you can either just sit back and do what everyone tells you to do, amen, <laughs> or you can say, "Look, I know that if I go with you guys, I'm at this point. So yes. let's let's talk a little bit about where I fit into yes. this. Yeah, I'm number five yes. with you, but number four with them, yes. or whatever. So go back and forth, figure out what your best option yeah. is before you just go jumping into a vote. And so. I I would pretty much bet he did not do that. It or, sounded like he had no intention of doing anything, which is just frustrating. It's so sad. Come yeah. on, come on, Eric. I hope I hope that he's learned some lessons and he's playing a better game right now. It just doesn't look like it. Yet. If Eric and Brenda ended up in the final two, I might never watch Survivor I'd again. So <laughs> I'd be so happy. I'd be so happy. I love Brenda. I love Brenda. I don't. I don't know who Brenda is. <laughs> Nobody does. Nobody does. <sighs> so. They head to tribal. I'm sure I'm going to bump into her all over the place now. She's going to be like, Jerry! <laughs> Jerry, how dare you? <laughs> I'm like, who are you? I'm like, bring it on. Let me see something. Give me something to work off of here. So before they go to tribal, though, 
is when Corinne makes this, this huge Ugh. epic mistake. She tries to flip things up, and, and she's got the vote for tonight, but then she tries to talk about next week, which is just a bad idea for yeah, the next vote. never talk about that what far What are you future. doing? Well, they go to Tribal, and even at Tribal, though, I wasn't completely sure how it was going to go. I thought there could be a tie, but then I was looking at the time. If, you, if you're a Survivor fan, you understand this. I'm like, oh, there's only four minutes left. Yeah. Oh, there's not going to be a tie. Because <laughs> there's, there's no tiebreaker. There's no time to draw rocks or re-vote or do a, build, a fire, a fire. build a fire. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so... At that point, I was a little bit nervous for Corinne because obviously the first what, four or five votes all went to Sherry, and whenever that happens, mm, you know it's going knew. the other way. And, and it well, was even before the votes, it was like even the, the way they were answering questions, the way Reynolds and Corinne were answering questions, it was like you guys are morons. Like yeah. Reynolds said, "Oh, you know the fans may be not in a good position, but there's things in the work." You know, yeah, don't say stuff. What like do you that. say? And then Corinne, yeah, you know, it's like a punch in the face. You know, or it's just like. And then oh when when, when they're saying to Corinne, who was it said to Corinne, like oh, I'd be nervous if she wasn't so honest. Yeah. When somebody says that, to you, yeah, when they're that like, if they're that overly like, oh yeah, I totally respect you for saying this right now, then you know they're getting ready to stab you in the back. Yeah. Like there's no way like. You have to be leery of those things. Oh, that and when Jeff talks to you in tribal council. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to hide? If he starts asking you questions, you're like, oh, no. Is that true? Like, you just want to kind of hide? Yeah, well, you're just like, ah, uh, something's going to happen, and it has something to do with me. That's why he's asking me questions. Yeah. Does, now, tribal's obviously hours long. Is there a pretty much an even spread, or is it not an even spread in terms no, of... No, no. He, okay. he, they definitely zone in on the two people that are up. Oh, yeah. oh, really? They do. I mean, and then, of course, they sprinkle some other things, and yeah. someone, someone will say something, interject, whatever. But, they, it, yeah, sometimes you can yeah. tell in tribal council, like, oh, boy, he's Something's asking up. me a lot of questions. Well, I think it's exciting that for the first time in a while, no fans have gone home. That's kind of well, cool. Well, yeah, and we got a blindside. That was fun to get a blindside. Yeah. Yay, blindside. I, I wasn't glad it was Corinne, but I'm not yeah, so attached missed, to her. Like, I liked her, but I wasn't like, eh. She's entertaining. Exactly. I, I, she's like she's like a top five for me, so I, I can deal with that one. As long as Brenda's still in there. Brenda, <laughs> oh, you got to come through for me. I love you so Give much. Give it up, AJ. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. She's going to save the season. No? <laughs> Not at all. Anyways. Predictions uh, for next week. What do you think is going to go down? Any, we, well, any? we saw in the preview Malcolm approaching Don. Yes. Don's the player that everybody keeps going to this season to get the swing, get the swing, to get the swing. I don't think Don will crack and no. go with them. That's not going to happen. Do you think it's a fan or a favorite going home next week? Mm. I think it'll be Eddie. That's a good one, actually. Eddie. Because well, Malcolm and Reynolds have their idols. Right. Jerry. And he was flirting with Andrea. Oh, yeah. 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 I'll go with Eddie. <laughs> I'm going to go with a favorite. I'm going to go. No, I'm uh, going to go. Michael. Oh, my Lord. Here goes. Uh-oh. Philip. Philip. Yeah, I really think they're going to no flip back. No way. I think Sherry's going to wise up and realize that. No Phil- way. Well, she, she really does not like Philip, and I she love can't that stand, about She can't that, stand And this is her chance to get rid of him. That is the redeeming factor that yeah. she went with him this round, and hopefully Sherry comes back with she, I mean, she went with him, but she still can't stand yeah. him. So I think that if she's going to make a move, because she is a smart player, and I think she's playing smart right now. Yeah, I think but this who would she get to vote with her? That, all the, the, the other alliance, the other side. What, Reynold and Eddie? And Malcolm. They don't like her, though. Yeah, they but, don't like yeah, but they don't like Philip even more. Put aside your personal vendettas against these people and vote with Listen, them. Listen, I think she's playing the game. That's about all <laughs> we'll the time see, we have for hopefully. today. But we'll have to tune in next week to find out, you guys. You guys, thank you so much for stopping by. We really appreciate all your support. We love you guys so much. Uh, where can our fans follow you on Twitter? Justin F. Walter. Fantastic. Jerry. Yeah. 
at JerryManthe on Twitter or JerryManthe2 on Facebook. You guys can follow me on Twitter at underscore AJ Gibson. Please check out my website, AJGibson.tv. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're all huge fans. We love having you here. We look forward to next week. Take care, you guys. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 